When the enemy strikes. Did you bring the money? Do you have the debt? Simon is the man for the mission. This is classified U.S. military software. But when they hit too close to home, he hit back. Tell me what's going on before I go Picasso on your ass and rearrange your face. Now Simon and his team. Excuse us, excuse us, major gun battle coming through here are teaching everyone how to play, Simon says. We are going into battle. We need a theme. A uh, theme? Yeah, something to get us pumped. Welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom, once again brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Guest starring Jim. Yay! That's right, we have another guest for you this week. We got a back-to-back this time. So, Jim, welcome to the show. Yay! Yes. Thanks. So, Jim, tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself. So, I am a Scorpio. I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> I'm getting so turned on right now. I know. <laughs> As you should be. As you should be. Uh, no. Hey, uh, so, like, I'm an Atlanta actor. Uh, I know Zip and Jack through many an escapade on stage. Uh, and I am meeting Adina for the first time, which is fantastic because we've been kind of communicating via the face pages. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we covered Simon Says from 1999, starring the obvious go-to for an action movie, Dennis Rodman, a basketball player. Yes, the Dennis Rodman. Yeah, so <laughs> anybody have any background with this movie? This is my personal, personally my first time watching it. I yes, I, I just remember when it came out, it got slammed by critics. Yeah. Uh, so I avoided it at all costs. I actually worked at a movie theater in high school, and it was playing at the theater that I worked at. Yeah. Yeah, it got, like, no traction. No, no, nobody came to see that movie. <laughs> Did you see it? No, no. I, I could get into those movies for free, and I wouldn't right. even walk and into that did. theater. Yeah. Will... I'll just come right out and say it. I had a good time watching this movie. 
Good oh, yeah. for you, Jack. I had a great I'm time watching this that. movie. <laughs> if we flashed back to our uh, 25 countdown, this would probably be my f- 25 spot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that as we go. And the silence is telling me there's a little bit of a disagreement, but I look forward to going through this. Just a little bit. Uh, so, that said, <laughs> Zip, do you have the IMDb description for this movie? I sure do, and it's, uh, it's worthless. <laughs> um, the, uh, here's how bad it is. It was submitted by Anonymous. The hacker group? No. That would be, that would be something. But no, it it's, uh, simply says... Basketball superstar Dennis Rodman <laughs> stars as a hip Interpol agent attempting to defeat the deadly plans of a crazed arms dealer. Something like that kind and of happened. It's, yeah. At its core, it's kind of correct. Yeah. Ish. Um, the arms dealer is crazed. Yes, he most That's for is. sure. Either that or the actor was on PCP. <laughs> I'm actually going to take a quick moment, Zip. I want you to do this for me. I've pulled up the Wikipedia page for this movie. Oh, God. I would like you to... I know these plot synopsises can... Pl- synopsis, whatever the fuck. Yeah. I know they can get kind of long on Wikipedia. Sure. Now, that said, mm-hmm. I think this one's worth it. I want you to do me a favor and just scroll down and then read us the plot synopsis. The entire thing for Simon Says. <laughs> The entire plot synopsis for Simon's <laughs> Interpol agent Simon goes on a mission in France to save a kidnapped girl and defeat an arms dealer. That's it. That's <laughs> all it you says. Know what? That's more accurate. But no, let, let's just let's just Slightly. think about this for a minute. <laughs> the Bat People has a longer plot synopsis yes, than it that. Does. Yes. It has many paragraphs of plot. Fucking laser blast has an entire <laughs> plot synopsis. Yeah. Boggy Creek has an entire plot synopsis on Wikipedia. <laughs> Until you well, said Boggy to. Creek, I was going to say that both of the other movies were better than this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable, but okay. So let's just go ahead and talk about this uh, movie. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> I will I will say this that we start out with the most annoying and stressful opening credits of any movie we've covered. I'm like, someone is going to have an epileptic seizure. I'm like, right. good god. Yeah. yeah, and the first thing I wrote because I saw the first name, I wrote, "Fuck, Dennis Rodman." Dennis Rod. Are we saying right. Rodman? Is that what we're doing? Well, it was no, the nineties. His, his name is Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough. Yeah. That's not the name I had that reaction to. Neither did Was I. Dane Cook? Mine would be the next Dane one. Dane Cook? Dane Cook. I know. And all I have is Dane Cook. Why? Right. We, I, well, I said I that a lot throughout I, the movie. I have yeah. that like yeah. three times in my notes. Right, yeah. What, Nick Miranda? <laughs> the role of Nick Miranda? Yes. Which he says like 20 <laughs> times throughout the movie? It's like Not the, as much as Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> But still, you know this guy's name by the end of the movie. Nick Miranda, the Danny Rand of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, Dane Cook is in this movie, and he got second billing, which is surprising for me because this is pretty famous Dane Cook. The only movie I'd actually seen right. him in in the 90s was Mystery Men, and that was a bit part. So I don't even remember him in that movie. He's the waffler. It's, of course, it's been a while since I've seen well, Mystery I mean, Men. So. He, he's, he has like one line where he 
plays Dane Cook. Like oh, he was oh. in this movie the entire time. You mean time. like this movie? <laughs> yeah. Where he was like mm. a whole freaking two hours playing Dane Cook? So Waffler was his third yeah. movie. This was his fourth movie. Okay, there you go. Wow. So that's actually go. a pretty good jump considering good yeah. for yeah. you, Dane Cook. So, yes, we have Dennis Rodman. We have the opening title. We have Dane, uh, we have Dane Cook. We have Richard Harris. Ricky Harris, yeah. not Richard Harris. That's a different yeah. actor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wishful thinking. Yeah, and then a bunch of names I don't even know how to pronounce. No, not at all. That was my first cl- – I mean, if Dane Cook wasn't bad enough, right. then I'm like, I have never heard of any of these names. I don't even know how see, to I think say half of them. It's like you them. just mashed your palm into a speaking spell. It's, it is – I mean, there is a, a hodgepodge of actors from all around the globe. And I cool. think I think cool. this is the reason Which that – Which is fine. I think this is the reason that it's set in France is right. because nobody here in the United States wanted to do a movie with Dennis Rodman. <laughs> right, with Dennis Rodman. Except Dane Cook, but that's... Basketball superstar Dennis Rodman? Yes. So we open on a... Techno Spy? Yes, Techno Spy. (laughs) We open on a POV shot of a bug cam, and we have monks making bug puns. So already you're starting off into a movie where you've already lost me. (laughs) I'm like, okay, okay, hold on. Let me just get grounded here. Exactly. I'm I'm already like, so I already got PTSD from the opening credits. Let me just kind of settle in a little bit and And find my bearings. And then boom, Point of view of a camera mounted on a robotic fly, which is not shaped like a fly at all. It's shaped like some sort of insect. Hornet. Like a large hornet or something. Um, being controlled by two guys dressed as monks. Why? One yeah, named Micro, the other named Macro. That's correct. And talking uh, with a guy in a yellow jumpsuit type basically thing the bride on a motorcycle. It's basically or, the bride from Bumblebee. Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah. A cross between the two. And yeah. blends right in. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Totally never saw him Staring, uh, Yeah, w- f- uh, watching a guy sitting in a Rolls Royce. Yes. It was and a beautiful car. Yeah, it was. There were a lot a of beautiful car. cars in this movie. Yes, there are. I bet yeah. Dean was very happy with that. I was very and happy that's with the that. opening. Right. Of like, we have no, there's two monks controlling a robotic insect with a camera on it. And trying to make puns one topping the other. Horrible jokes. They're not even good. They're not good at all. Just one on top of the other. They're not taking this mission seriously at all. I should say that it took me a little while to like this movie. I did eventually. And then keep mentioning Interpol. Right. And debating why is it called Interpol? Why isn't it called Europol? Or something like that because they're based. I don't. It was. Yeah. Oh God. And do we ever figure out who they actually work for? Are they no, freelance? See, that's the thing. That's why in both of these descriptions it says he's an Interpol agent. He's not. They worked. They're, they're hired by Interpol. They were hired by Interpol. He is a retired CIA agent. But he hired the monks to work for him. To like work for him. him. Yes. yes. So he's a contractor. It, Contractor spy? Explained. Yeah, we yeah. we have no idea we, what he actually we are, does. We are never told why they're monks, and no. they say Mm-mm. they're monks, but they don't behave like monks. No, except no. for they never they're, get with women. They're blasphemous, and they right. ne- yes, yes, and they never change outfits. They are in these monk robes the entire movie until yeah. the very end. Well, until the very end, yes. and then they're dressed as priests. Right? Yeah. I, mm, okay. Whatever. Yeah. 
And then we get to then we proceed to get into probably the most jumbled up car chase I've ever seen shot in a movie. It was such a high speed fifteen mile per hour chase. <laughs> oh my gosh. With Going motorcycle the, after yeah. motorcycle after motorcycle. There's like seven motorcycles chasing this little car through the streets of France, yeah. Italy, wherever the Wherever and, like, the roads are so windy, you can't go more than 15 miles an hour. No. No. And so that was the slowest high-speed chase I have it ever was. seen. It was. Edited to make it look like yeah. it was a high-speed pursuit. And on top but of that, if this... Editing in this movie. If, that was rough. Oh, my God. If this you dude is being chased on. by these motorcycles, why doesn't he just, like, sideswipe their asses into the river? You know, that would make sense. But no. No. No, he let, they let the motorcycles run all over the, the yes. little car. And, and while this is going on, we uh, we meet our main antagonist for this movie, who gets out of the car. Uh, <laughs> he, he, okay, I'm just gonna go. This guy, you know what? Sorry, the bat has been topped. Uh, <laughs> this guy's name is Ashton, and um, I want to adopt him. <laughs> oh God, no! This guy yeah. was amazing. Wait, is this the no. the main villain? Yeah, Game Moriarty was amazing. Game Moriarty. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there you Game go. Like with like a splash of like Jude Lothard in there, like like poor man's Jude, like poor poor man's Jude Lothard in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more Crispin Glover. This guy was me. great. No, wasn't. So no. he gets out of the car. He has yeah. a. He, he gets out of the car and he has like a cane. And he pulls a sword out of it and just like slashes the fly. He doesn't know it's a bug cam. He just yeah. slices the fly in tube because it's just annoying him. Because that's Which how seems I kill to be bugs. his only motivation for anything in this entire movie. Yeah. Look, you, you got to give this guy this. He's having a blast, and you can tell. Oh, he, I think he's the only one who knew what oh, this movie is. was. This is the Nicolas Cage of this movie. Yeah. There's no, there's no denying that. He's the only one who knew the ridiculousness of this yeah, movie. and that's yeah. why I liked him. So he fucks off, and then they... <laughs> At, and then they drive into some into this weird colonel guy who's just hanging out there. We don't really know what he's about. Like apparently, there's some arms dealer situation going on with us. So the guy on the motorcycle then pulls up. He approaches this colonel guy. And by the way, this colonel guy, as we proceed through the movie, is fucking indestructible. <laughs> yeah. Because he gets shot at. He gets hit by cars. I loved him. He was the only actor I bought. So this guy on the motorcycle pulls up and he removes his helmet and. It's Dennis Rodman, and and I laugh because you see his ears struggling to get out of the helmet because <laughs> he's, oh, yeah. he's got some giant all of the all of the piercings. piercings yeah. So he's been traveling in this like getup, and he takes off this helmet with like nineteen different piercings and perfectly flawless makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then the funny thing is, is that he only has it off for like a minute, and then he puts it right back on. Yep. Yeah. 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 He has this really short conversation with the colonel. And you can see that little look in his face before he's like, oh, i got to put this back on. <laughs> <laughs> he returns to his hideout, and we meet – we actually meet our monks mm-hmm. uh, who are trying to cheer him up by dancing for him. I, and uh, Badly. Yeah. Badly. With yeah. a soundtrack. The soundtrack is in full support of these guys because it just cuts in no, as soon is. as they start get- – yeah, it is throughout the entirety of the movie. Anytime that someone makes a move to like, oh, I'm going to do a funny dance, the music automatically kicks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. These two to monks, match their movements perfectly. And I'm like, what? This what? These two monks easily get second and third place for most desperate attempts at being funny in this movie. Oh yes, and they mm-hmm. rarely succeeded. No, uh, I, I mean, yeah, even I and their chemistry and wasn't the, even good. No, the I mean it, it wasn't great, uh, but I liked one of them. It's I yeah, I, I, like re- macro. Yeah, I really cool. have a feeling that 
this was in fact scripted. They were not. They were not ad. They were not ad libbing no. no. at all. If if they had been, it would have been funny. Yeah. I have a feeling it would have yeah, been. I don't yeah. think these but guys the were things given... that they were saying were obviously <laughs> like, no, say this. Yeah. This want... is the stupidest thing you can possibly say right now. So say, say that. It. I'm glad you brought that up because I want to. I want to touch on that a little bit later in the in the movie uh-huh. too with with something uh, I had a qualm with. Mm-hmm. Now we cut to a beach where we meet this couple. They're just chilling on the beach. Their names are Claire and Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're both. Uh, young lovers, they are you know swimming, having a dang old good time. Meanwhile, uh, bocce ball is happening. Yes, there is. And before we get to the bocce ball, about Michael. Yes. So like, I had not looked at the cast list. All I had was the DVD, and the front of the DVD, I thought that dude was Ian Summerholder from. Oh. From Vampire Vampire Diaries. Diaries. And so whenever I'm looking through, whenever the opening credits are going, I'm like, where's Ian Summerholder's name? (laughs) Turns out it's not him. Nope. But totally looks like him on the, I'm like, so it's, I kind of nicknamed him poor man's Ian Summerholder. Well, he was a good looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. He was good looking. And Mm -hmm. he had some skills. Fight-wise. Which was never explained. Yeah, it came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Comes right. out of nowhere. Right. Why does random random military... Everyone yeah. in this movie knows how to fight, like Except Kung Fu style. Everybody was yeah. Kung Fu It's a guy Richie directed it or something. Yeah, yeah seriously. And, and it would have made the movie more interesting if indeed Michael had been a bad guy. Mm-hmm. It had been on all the plot. Yeah. But, right. but yeah, we, I mean, it was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And have we established what the deal with them is at this point in the movie as far as her involvement? Well, no. they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, they're boyfriend and girlfriend, but she's... We like, don't know she, anything about them at this point. Yeah, yeah. we don't know anything. Point, that has, we, know, we don't find that out until right. Dane Cook comes in later. Right. Yeah. Well, all we know so. is that so this all we guy, know is this older dude, is... Stay where I can see you. Michael's father is watching over them. That's it. And yeah. he seems to be very overprotective, but that's it. And was, that's was, there was some confusion. Know. Was that Michael's father or yeah, was that? Yeah, it was some, Michael's father. That's his father, yes. Okay, because I thought it was somebody hired by Michael's father. Because I knew the general dude was uh, was the girl's father. I thought Michael's father was. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no, no. The the, I thought the general dude was Michael's father. And the, the, the guy the, that looks like poor man's Robert Redford was the. The down. weird yeah. Bill Gates <laughs> guy was, was, uh, was, was, Claire's, was Claire's father. That's Claire's dad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought the general was Michael's father. No, I don't no. know. I don't the know colonel? what the general. The yeah, colonel, the, yeah. The, colonel, the colonel is not related to no, anybody. No, the, the only thing Why the is colonel he in the is movie? there for is that that's where the bad guy is getting the weapon from. Oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. what that was the whole thing. Is that when they first meet? Yep. The surveillance at the beginning when okay. they first meet, it's the corp. Uh, the, colonel. Uh, the colonel. Is supposed to be selling the bad guy the weapon, okay, and, and has and and, and decides he doesn't want to go through with it, and then the bad guy pressures him into doing it. Okay, anyway. so where does that's the only thing he has to do with the entire movie is he is responsible for selling the weapon to the bad guy. Then where does her where does his her father her, her father, father her comes father in because he thinks she's been kidnapped, even though she's right in front of him. No, no, no. That's Michael's dad. Oh. No, her dad is, is here in America. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting Four already Robert confused. Robert right. is in America. We need okay. a flow chart yeah. of this. Yeah. Right yeah. I am so confused. But, but okay, where's your thing. whiteboard? Let's do this. <laughs> okay, so Michael. Right, but that's that's part of the problem with this movie. There were there were too many too many characters, male, white male too, characters, right. that weren't fully fleshed out. Nobody was explained to us, and so we had to figure it out on our own. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. enough exposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nobody apparently, we failed. And I just listened yeah. to you guys explain <laughs> who the Colonel was, and I still don't know who he is. 
Because he doesn't matter. Exactly. He's in two exactly. scenes, and then right. he gets killed off, and that's it. Whoa, right. spoilers. Look up to him. I haven't seen that look since Tech Week last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to bocce ball going on nearby, and Dennis Rodman mm. is about to take his turn. We get this weird Chariots of Fire ripoff. Right? <laughs> I said and, that and too. Actually, at this moment, I, was, I was wrote chari- down, slow motion bocce ball. Right. Chariots this is about to kick ass. Yes. Yep, Vangelis. And I'll tell you, then, this is the first what? time, too, where we actually see what a giant Dennis Rodman is. Yeah. He is a fucking giant. Now, is it... Everybody around? Oh, is it, yeah, is it well, really that? Because I mean, he was also be surrounded fair, by a bunch of little old guys Asian that he's men. Yeah, around. little old yeah. Asian men. And we I mean, know they're like... A, yeah. He's a very But he's very tall. tall. man. Yeah. yeah. He so, should play basketball. He's a super basketball superstar. Um, but yeah, th- so there was this very Vangelis moment with the bocce balls, which were very shiny, which I thought was kind of impressive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And and I was like, then, well, I have never seen a movie where there's a slow motion <laughs> bocce ball <laughs> moment Such where it's like, game. this toss can win the game. Yeah. He just has to, and like they go into it, and right. I'm thinking like, is he going to make it? <laughs> and then the life, and then <laughs> and the life everything falls apart. Yep, everything. Just everything because life, the joy is just sucked right just out of the sucked scene. right out of it. Because enter Dane Cook. Who starts off by yelling the title of the movie at us. Yeah. Yep, he sure does. Hey, Simon Says! And he proceeds to do his best slash worst Jim Carrey. Actually, I think that was his stand-up. That's I think he pretty his, much... That's basically his That's basically his, his routine and through most of the I, you know late what? 90s. He really Jim Carrey, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, he really was discount Jim Carrey in the He was, in the he was yeah. Especially he really in the was. beginning, because, yeah. you know, the whole Velociraptor... We have babyface Dan Cook because this is him at very young before he yeah. really hit his stride as a comedian, quote unquote, playing <laughs> Dan Cook. Uh, he just shows up, <laughs> and his name is Nick. And yes, what, what is it? Nick, Nick, and Nicholas, Nick, um, Sparks. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Jack, go with me on this. No. I, I, <laughs> it's Arkansas. Nick, Ar- <laughs> Nick, Nicholas, Arkansas. <laughs> Yeah, so so Nick Miranda, uh, sorry, Dan Cook is being played by a guy named Nick Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick is there for some kind of trade-off. That's what he kind of alludes to because he's saying that he's still CIA, and so apparently it. Has if he to- is CIA, he is the most inept CIA agent. No, exactly. Ever, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's constantly the quote unquote comedic relief in this movie. I thought that was time. the monks <laughs> and nothing beyond that. Huh? Air quoting so hard. Yeah, exactly. So he's involved in some kind of trade-off with the girl, Claire, on the beach. Mm -hmm. And it involves that and his briefcase that he's carrying. Dane Cook makes the call. He he makes a phone call to this guy to arrange the swap. Apparently, uh, you know, they're they're playing to have him see the girl on the pier or wherever the hell she's standing. The floating dock, yeah. yeah. But she dives into the water, so he he thinks that she's not she's a no conveniently right. right at the moment he's supposed to be looking over there yeah right right and when he calls them out on it two thugs show up with guns and rod man takes them out by throwing a chair at the dude so we proceed into a fight scene and then we enter a uh, a mysterious woman played by a stack of construction paper <laughs> that just learned how to speak english no! and fight me i liked her oh no 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 <laughs> i liked her 
stunt work and her fights. Yes. Yes. That, she, she, but you know what? I've gotten a paper cut from a stack of construction paper okay, before. She but. is. She was very good with her action scenes, with yes. her fight scenes. That is her background. Clearly right. a stunt woman, yeah. Yes. And fantastic she, mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. Yes. So that's absolutely. And that's why I liked her. But sure. The and and it made even more noticeable by the fight scene that happens just previous to this because yes the the whole throwing the chair and then kicking it and hitting the guy in the face with it or whatever was fun but that entire fight scene with Dennis Rodman <laughs> it it's so reliant on the editing the editing is what makes it a fight scene. Otherwise, he's just flailing an arm into the air. That's right. He's flailing a leg into the air in the general direction of the bad guys who take the punch, air quote, and and fall over. I, if it was not for the editing, it would be such a bad fight scene. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not great. No. Except for the one move with the chair. Yeah. That was awesome. Just slightly but better than Iron Fist. But, <laughs> This is just gonna be a pot shot. This is just gonna be an episode taking pot shots at Iron Fist. (laughs) That's too easy. Yeah, that's too easy. But her fight scenes and then later fight scenes—they're real fight scenes. No, with her, she does a phenomenal job. She's great, especially when we get to the 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 restaurant. She and uh, Michael are the two best fighters in the whole thing. Yeah, Yeah. random random boyfriend. Yeah, your random boyfriend. Yeah, Hmm? Jinjin's pretty good too. Hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she takes Rodman down. Now, here's the thing. We then have a moment where she has the briefcase, and then she's cornered by, Tank, by Dane Cook, who's been fishing very awkwardly for his gun. Inept. And then we yeah. get into him holding her at gunpoint, and he's like, give me the briefcase. And then he, he decides to go into Dane Cook's stand-up comedy mode and start acting like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh. Which only serves to get him closer to her so that she can take the gun away. Now, Zip, mm-hmm. this is why I bring this up earlier. Yeah. I want you to tell me, in your mind, if this is a scripted movie, how this would have read in the screenplay, this exchange. But see, here's the thing. Here's the sure, thing. Sure, sure. Is, is I'm not, no, I'm not, shooting, I'm not saying think, you're not. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think Dane Cook was the only one who did ad lib. Yes. And I think it's because he didn't give the director a choice. He would just do it. Yeah, yes. I agree with that. But my, my, my point, though, is is mm-hmm. that his objective in the scene is to get close enough to her so that she can take the gun away from him. So right. I'm just trying to – Well, I, th- I think it's – yeah, I, I would think How it's, would it's mainly read? just, oh, look who's got the gun now, you know, and he's like – you know, trying to be the big man on campus, like, hey, look at me, like looking to see if yeah. anybody else noticed, hey, look at that awesome move I did, and I've got a, a gun to her head, ha, ha, ha. And while he's not paying attention, she knocks it out of his hand and yes. all that stuff. So something along those lines is probably how it was scripted. And unfortunately, but they once let again, him Dane Cook his way towards her. It, I mean, especially, well, <laughs> especially the way he acts through the, re- the entire movie. It, it's obvious to me that he just did whatever the hell he wanted to and is like, oh, clearly, clearly. Weird, because- and then you're going to keep whatever take you want to keep, and that's all you're getting. Which is, it's strange because, again, he's not a big name. This, this is his fourth movie, and he was right. otherwise a no name stand up comedian at this point. So it's like the fact that he had that much power right, but is that kind is, of. But I don't think he had that much power. I think, again, who really wants to be in a movie with Dennis Rodman? True. true. <laughs> well, yeah, but this, is, this is supposed to be an action comedy, obviously, because he's not the only comic relief in the movie. No. Um, there really is no comic relief in the movie, but other characters ding, ding, ding. set up 
all of these, you know, stupid punchlines, but there are jokes throughout the entire thing. So it's supposed to be an action comedy, and I think whatever he was doing on set just kept cracking up the crew or the other actors, and they were just, oh, that's just so funny. we got to keep that. Yeah. And I think that's just what happened. Well, I, even I the think. cinematographer was with him because, like, he, they were moving along with his stupid ass T Rex stuff. Like, they're like shifting yeah. the camera back and forth with him too. Like, just like stop. Yeah, it's making me. It's giving me a headache. Not just because of the bad comedy. And it went on way too long. Yeah, exactly. Oh, way it, too yeah. Long. yeah, but she kicks the gun away from him, and they end up. Uh, she ends up running away with the briefcase. Dennis Rodman gets back up and chases after her. They have another elaborate fight scene inside this building. Mm. She gets tied up and strapped to this weird statue thing. And left there. So, you know, they've collected the briefcase at this point. Right. Cool. Okay, so... Yeah, they got the briefcase. They didn't get the girl. No. So they're back at square one. So, so they rendezvous back uh, back inside. Uh, you know, they rendezvous elsewhere. And Dennis Rodman and Dane Cook discover that the briefcase actually doesn't have the $2 million that Dane Cook thought was in there. Instead, it just has a CD. Okay. And two and bricks. And two bricks to make it feel like right. it had two million dollars. Heavier, in. heavier. And he right. learns that, and he even calls his boss to find out. Because it turns Claire's out. Claire's father. Yeah, Claire's right. father is his boss. And that's what he, who he's been hired to work the exchange with. Robert right. Redford. Robert Redford slash sort of Bill Gates. Uh, Standing in front of a horrible green screen effect. Right? Did anyone else yes. notice that? Yeah. He's yeah. supposed to be in like an office in some high rise There's in a New lot York. of bad yeah. green screen in this movie. Well, there is. <laughs> but yeah. this one in particular stood out to me. The car. Because... Yes. God, don't, uh, we'll, get we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but he, yeah, he's supposed to be in some office in a high rise in New York, and he's in an office. But the window they have behind him is obviously green screen to, to show like the cityscape behind him. But I swear to God, it moves with him. Yes, you can actually <laughs> see the background moving when the camera moves. He's and a powerful like, man. This is oh, oh my gosh, I this missed is that. I'm horrible. They have not learned how to key in a green screen yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, the 90s. <laughs> so they take the CD back to the uh, the monks, and they're looking at it. It looks like it's crazy government information. They're trying to figure out who this Dane Cook guy actually is. Right. Spoiler alert, he's Dane Cook. Uh, but <laughs> good timing, because suddenly this character becomes religious and goes into the church, which is the cover of their hidden base. Right, so the monks pray. are actually hiding out in a church. Yes. Just the basement. Uh, underground, Where yeah. their secret lab is. Under a confessional booth. Um, this is about the time I started door. getting really angry with the movie. Because yeah. I... Just now? No, no, no. Like, I... Well, I mean, I wasn't angry. Around this like, point in the movie. This point in the movie, the whole... What, what transpires next with... Dane Cook and right in front of the crucifix. I was oh, just when they like, become no, blasphemous. When Let's the monks themselves. Well, no, no, no. I mean, that, that I'm not. I, I, no, that, no, I know. I'm, but that... Just like him thinking that the monks over the loudspeaker are the voice of well, God. Well, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm like, really? Let's, let's, yeah, let's talk about yeah. that. So You're a CIA agent. Well, but then Supposedly. again, we, we know that you're like totally inept because you right. can't even get a gun out of a holster. Yeah, it, it takes him 30 seconds to find his gun and get it actually out of the holster. Yeah. So to think that the voice of God is coming through the speakers and commanding him to break dance in front of the, cru- the crucifix. I'm like, right. <sighs> I just wrote South Park did it better with the whale episode. Yeah. Right. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Well, and then it, it made me wonder, and especially when we're introduced to the monks for the first time, is this a kid's movie? Yeah. Because it seems to have the humor that would appeal to children. 
but then it's got some language and some pretty sure. in it, and people die. Yeah. So, but I thought, what? What are we? Uh, they bring him down. They finally, you know, hey, jigs up. You know, they shoot fake guns at him for a little bit, and then they tell him, hey, look, it's Dennis Rodman. He's our boss. We're all friends now. Yay! And they're like, hey, this dis- this disc that you gave us contains military secrets. And because they both, I guess, have the same objective now, Ding Cook and Dennis Rodman decide to team up. Because I guess he's invested in. Well, do they suspect that Ashton's behind this at this point? No, they don't know. Yet. No, well, they, don't, they don't know about Ashton yet. But uh, it's just uh, the uh, fact that the CD <clears throat> that he had in the briefcase contained Department of Defense yeah. like top secret information, and that's what got him involved. And he has no personal gain in this. He's just he's just that. No, nice he just guy. decides I need to know what's going on here, and and teams up with Danko. You know, let's put let's put a pause on that. How would you describe his character? Oh my Dennis Rodman's character. I'll tell you something. At this point, I wrote his pacing sucks. Oh God. yes. No, oh, it yeah. There's it especially painful. in this scene. There's an extended sequence of Dane Cook following behind him, asking him questions, and Dennis Rodman responding. And, and each it, time with an eye roll or a side it was a side eye. Or, or, it was as if a director one of those like, to him, "Do you know what your you next line is?" Think, but or. Think about what you're going to say, connect with your partner, and then go right. on. But none of that happened. In fairness, let me defend this for a second, Why? though. Because w- with him, in the scenes where he's interacting with Dan Cook and reacting like that, that's how any human being would react around <laughs> Dan Cook doing what he does in this movie. I just, fair. You know, I, I, I think that's fair because I think part of that would also be, you know, any kind of awkward pausing or anything yeah. would be like, is, is he going to improv something else now? He's not is acting. Is he going to ad-lib something else? But no, then I'll say my line. Yeah, I, I will I mean, give Dennis Rodman that much. No, I'm not going to do it. And, <laughs> and I'll tell you, in, in thinking about this too, I would say that Usher in, in the mix was better than Rodman. I don't know. I'd I don't have, think to, I'd I have to revisit one. that one. Uh, I won't, but I'd have to. Because he... There was nothing about this guy. There was nothing. No, don't you? Don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> but here's the don't thing. Don't watch it. No. But least, here's the thing. At least Usher was likable. At least Usher had the majority of lines. If you really think about it, Dennis Rodman had did not have the lion's share of lines in this movie. No. I think that's he because Dane Cook improved all of his. Yeah. D- yeah, Dane Cook stole the majority yeah. of their scenes together. If Dennis Rodman had all of his original lines intact in the original script, this movie would be three hours long, adding in Dane Cook's improvisations, <laughs> be, probably. Yeah. Or, the, or they were trying to make him so, this strong, silent type, but that didn't work either. No, not, not even a little bit. No, No, but you know what? Compared to Dane Cook, yeah. it was fucking Shakespeare. Exactly. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? Hey. Was, I did yeah. not have a problem with Dennis Rodman in this movie. No. And, and I actually did not. Let's, let's be honest. Because us- he was like... 25% of this movie, right. maybe. None of us are strangers to act like over-the-top action movies like this where the lead character is the strong, silent type. Like, hell, look at Mad Max. Like, Fury Road. Tom Hardy Tom- didn't really say a whole lot. No, yeah. no, no he's got yeah. like no, granted, he had a, be- he had a much movie. better screen presence and, a mu- and he's a much better no, actor. Yeah. As far as the archetype of the character goes, I don't mind it so much, but beyond just these eye-rolling and whatnot, there's really not a whole lot to that. No, there's not. So... We cut to a scene with Claire and uh, Mikey, who are just expositing about their relationship and why she's there. She's an exchange student who's there, who she thinks she's an exchange student there. Right. She's Wait, being... is this the wine tasting? Uh, this is just before. Just before, before, this just before, before the wine that. Before. Okay. So they're walking along this uh, this creek or river, or whatever the fuck. Again, they're in France. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're not walking. They're rowing. 
Well, they start out in a way. swimming pool. Then they get out yeah. in they a swimming out. pool. Yeah. They are rowing in a swimming pool. Are they really? Yes. Oh shit! Yeah, it's not a lake or. I mean, it's it's a man-made structure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and I noticed here they had terrible ADR because you could. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bad ADR, bad sound design. Yep. It's like mm-hmm. maybe maybe they had to be careful because he has a very thick accent. Maybe they had to do that for that sake. But with her, right. hers was the worst. Yeah, and she's straight up American actress. Yeah. I was going to say she's, I, she's I, speaking English. He, well, I we actually whenever uh, Kate and I are my our mutual friend, Kate, uh, when we were watching it, we actually did a little research on some of the other actors. And he was apparently a French boy band member. Yep. Mm. I can believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's good looking. He's ripped. Um, sure. He was. He was a good looking. Yeah. Man. But we, they're, they're talking about their relationship. Thinking that, oh, it's, you know, I'm going to have to go back home and then we'll never see each other again, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. All of that is happening uh, to serve as a means of then seeing what his father is actually in cahoots with the main bad guy. Yeah, as well as Construction Paper, who is the uh, bodyguard for, uh, you know, making sure that Claire doesn't get kidnapped. Right. Is uh, that what her purpose was? At this point, Apparently yes. so, yeah. 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 I had no idea. She's listed as the dancer. What the fuck was that about? I'm, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know her name. I think that's supposed to be some reference to uh, where she and Rodman met. Because yeah. they, they keep talking about a relationship they used to have. Well, I was, right. I was really confused about her because I was trying to look up her name in the, in the IMDb credits. And when I went to the actress who played Claire, her character, her face, like the actress who played the dancer, her face appears. Yeah. They've got a, a picture. The picture is mislabeled. Yeah. Yeah. They've on, got, on they've Claire's got her act. picture, but it's the girl, but the name is the girl that played Claire. So I'm even more confused at this point. So, so, they're calling so her the there dancer. are no pictures. That's the only picture of her. Not the character name. The actress's name is. Yeah. 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 But I'm just yeah. saying, so are they calling her the dancer kind of like kill bill or she's the bride? I guess I, I'm thinking Maybe. that's the only that because she, a lot of her moves are, Balletic, maybe, or they were just like, know. "Oh shit, we forgot to actually give her name in the script." Because she's <laughs> pretty never, much, yeah. You never, never hear her called by any by name, name at no. all. No. no. And uh, so they do, they arrange for another meet, and Dane Cook is talking to construction paper from afar. He's hiding in like some bell tower thing. Another movie with bell towers, great. This is heading in a great direction. While Simon is hunting for Claire on his own. Now, it, again, more forced comedy with him trying to be like, hey, look, we're going to meet over here, and I'm going to screw you. I mean, screw with you, or you know, whatever the fuck he's saying in that scene. It's stupid. Yeah. But she finds Dennis Rodman. She follows him in there. They start fi- Dennis Rodman first is fighting with this, uh, this Asian actor in, who's like a ninja or something like that in a wine cellar. Mm-hmm. But then... Oh, this is after the tasting, the wine tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the wine tasting with all the fake lovey, lovey, splashy, splashy. Yeah. I'm gonna spill my wine on you, and then they conveniently disappear oh, that again. Goes on, that goes on yeah. for way too long. It's like all the kissy face. Yeah, and then very goes conveniently, on forever. Yeah. Very conveniently, much like the uh, the the floating pad. Off the yeah, it's like right dog, when yeah. they're supposed to be found or discovered or whatever by the whoever's yeah. care guard. You know, whatever. They go disappear. running out. They run out in the streets. Yeah, they go running out the back door of the winery. So, of course, when Rodman gets down there, they're not nowhere to be found. Yeah. And, and chase ensues. And while they're fighting in the wine cellar, uh, construction paper shows up. And then she starts fighting the other guy, like, mm-hmm. 
trying to help yeah, the, Dennis uh, Rodman? Uh, Rodman comes out the back door mm-hmm. where the lovers ran, and he's looking for them, and then Ninja Dude just flies out of the sky out of seemingly nowhere and kicks him in the back, and then construction paper shows up, and yes. then the three of them start fighting. Can we talk about what Dennis Rodman was wearing in this yeah. scene? Dennis Rodman? Oh, Rodman? Yeah, him. Yes. So, oh, the, yeah, it was a character we met earlier in the movie. To blend the, in right. this seven-foot oh, man. God. <laughs> yeah, like on the beach, he and Dane Cook were approached by this this guy wearing this, I don't, I don't know I, what kind of outfit it's supposed to be. I don't, I don't know, but it's like some kind of flowy robe had, with yeah. a big hat. And he had made sculptures out of uh, teak wood or something, mm-hmm. that it, or scrap wood that had shown up on the beach. Yes, so to blend in with the general population, right. wearing t-shirts and shorts and what, he bashes this guy over the head and steals his outfit. Steals his outfit, so now he sticks out like a sore thumb, and no one notices him. No one seems to notice at all. Yeah. <laughs> because France. Very <laughs> <Sorry>, French. <laughs> I mean, okay. So then, so yeah. So for whatever reason, construction paper saves Simon's ass because they had a history together or something like that. Even well, though, she, and then also, yeah. I think she determines that they're all on the same side. Kind of. I mean, so, yeah, yeah. And then at one point, so Michael ends up fighting against Simon because he, they're trying to get Claire cuz they they, right. they run into her and they don't know who Simon is and yeah and this is where we see that he's actually he can actually fight yep. and and it's like he's like doing like crouching tiger hidden dragon moves on this guy because he's like flying uh, on like wires towards Dennis Rodman at points and it's like what the fuck when did they become a ninja so they they <laughs> succeed in, in in reclaiming Claire who is bitching at it because, you know, she doesn't know that she's been held against, well, sort of held hostage. I don't know. I don't know what you call yeah. her situation it's, in this movie. She, she's unclear. not, she, yeah, they think she's been kidnapped and they think they are rescuing her. She has no idea that any of this has supposedly happened yeah. right. and thinks she is now being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Right. So then we turn in because this is a '90s action film. We have to have a car chase in which the, the getaway car gets mount gets tilted on two wheels Again. at the push of a button. Again, <laughs> right. fifteen at miles an hour through the streets of, of France. A button. But this movie is so '90s action movie for a '90s action movie yeah. that they flip on two wheels twice. Twice. So this is what I noticed about this little little action scene. So mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman and Dane Cook are going around this corner, and this big-ass bus is coming around. They do the tilt on the two wheels. Right. Then the bad guys who are chasing come back, same bus, same curve, <laughs> yeah. coming around again. We're like, what? I'm like, it's Frogger. It's just an infinite <laughs> loop. Yeah, it's an infinite loop. <laughs> it's an infinite loop. That bus comes exactly. around that corner. <laughs> they, they went up on two wheels, made it around the bus. Bad guys, here comes the bus again. Same spot. Oh, we didn't make it in time. It's the Groundhog Day. Same car bus, chases. It is. same curve. It is. It's the same bus, same curve, same spot where they went up on two wheels. I got yet. you, babe. Yep. <laughs> And then we get some really terrible CGI because they go off of a cliff and Dennis Rudman play, uh, presses a button and the roof ejects. Yeah, another button. Yeah. And the car turns into like chitty chitty bang bang because we just have. And deploys a parachute. <laughs> yeah. And my a God. A regular sized parachute for a car. And it floats perfectly. Yep. 
and slowly all the way back down and lands perfectly on all four tires on the beach. While Dane Cook is losing his shit. scratch. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I must say that it did. While really bad green screen is really happening behind them. Screen, but While it did... Dennis Roman says Caucasians. Right. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. that. Right, because that's a thing. Instead of white people. Right, yeah. Yeah, because Rodman's, expre- uh, Rodman's expression this whole time is just like, what, you've never been, you've never jumped off a cliff in a car in that a has car a parachute? Right, right. Like, just no, does not phase him. More eye rolls, more side eye. No. In that moment, like, Dane Cook's character would be like, this is fucking amazing. No, he's a pussy. But no, he's whining like a right? little bitch all the way down to the ground. Right. And this is this is when, when this scene happened, this is when I really started to pay attention to possible movies they were trying to reference. Mm-hmm. Because this, when when the, the car rolls up on the beach and people start, it's the spy who loved me. Yeah, right. So it's that. Because when we'll, we'll see later with Ashton's henchmen, there's a thing. <laughs> the henchmen. Right? Oh, my God. So, yeah. So this was when I, I thought, oh, okay. So there's some sort of nods, winks and nods <laughs> to some other things. I'm not saying it was a good wink or not. I'm just saying that it made me think of the spy who loved me. So yeah, right. Yeah. I think with him wearing the uh, the Asian outfit, it could be compared to uh, uh, "You Only Live Twice." Oh, I think we just cracked the code, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So so yeah. yeah. So they they plummet to the ground. So they learn about this Gabriel. What, what's his last name? Gabrielli. Gabrielli. Yeah, Gabriel. Yeah, Gabrielli. He's the father of Michael. And it turns out he was once a former Don who's now keeping Claire for reasons. Mm-hmm. And they're suspecting that Ashton is now involved with this. Apparently Ashton and Dennis Rudman have history. Is that ever established? No. No. He's just because no. he sees no, him that one opening scene, but they somehow know his name. We don't know his name until Dennis Rudman says it. Yeah. Well, we we meet Ashton again because and I this is a great scene because we cut to like this like overcast uh, uh, compound looking place. The colonel shows up. Ashton rolls up in this in this car and he rolls down his window with this sweet villain intro music. Uh, and again, just hamming and chewing the scenery so much. And I loved every second of this guy. I can't say it enough. He was topping himself like progressively throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time he was on scene, it would be just more over the top and more insane and more just flamboyant and just he. Yeah, it was an interesting. It was an interesting choice. Yeah, yes. that it was. He said what was almost my favorite line in the movie, which was, "This is so exciting. It's like Christmas morning back at the orphanage. I think I'm going to cry." Adina uh, looks none too pleased right but now. I, the, I thought this guy sucked. So, but I do appreciate <laughs> that he had some glee. Like, yeah. I did appreciate that he was having fun. And yes, he was getting he was getting his missile. He was getting his whatever the machine yeah, he was. was. He was getting his he, toy for he Christmas. Was getting his toy for Christmas. You know, right. I, I feel like this guy had so much more potential if the writing had been better. I will give you that one. So, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he yeah. deserves to be in a be- – like, he would have been a great villain like a machete movie. He he was mm-hmm. like um, – what's his name in It's Pat? The guy Charles who, Rocket? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah and I agree with that. Yeah. So Simon decides to go to Construction Paper's place because he wants to um, – which no 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 wait no because this is about to be my favorite part of the whole movie. I know we'll, we'll no, and that, it's not even that part. Yeah. It's like right before that part, whenever they're in the hallway with the boyfriend and he face palms the boyfriend like three times. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
so yeah, so let's set this up. So yeah, he gets to, he gets to her place and she's with some dude who's random date. Yeah, 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 and he's like trying to neck on her, and she's like, no. But you see what he's credited as on IMDb? What the dancer's boyfriend? <laughs> Seriously, there you go. That's what he's credited <laughs> as. He shows up and it's like three o'clock in the morning and. He wants to get some information. He brought her flowers. Yeah, he brought flowers. You brought me flowers. Dude. There was no <laughs> chemistry between the two of them. Not at all. None. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. no. And and then they start fighting again because that's the only thing the two are good at. Well, except for Dennis Redman. Okay, but this fight had only one purpose. To rip off her clothes. Yeah. To rip off each other's clothes. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he loses his shirt no, too. Just her. Because that's what, cause that, when they start fighting and then he rips her dress... And she mentions, oh, you ripped this was a $2,000 gown. gown. And I thought, oh, really? That's why we did this is just to get her naked? To be fair. He gets naked, too. She rips his clothes off, too. Yeah. Yeah. And during the whole fight, I'm like, why is there stage lighting around her bed? Well, we find out. Yeah. Guys, I'm really excited. We get to talk about the sex scene in this movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. Okay. So first, let's talk again. Okay. Is, is it a waterbed? It's a total waterbed. Wow. Because we hear it. Because that makes what they're about to do. Okay. And she pulls out this badass knife, right? So I'm thinking, oh, well, there's going to be a joke there. Yeah. With the waterbed. Dan Cook wasn't in the scene. Right. So that didn't no. happen, obviously. He would have been like, whoops. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so they get their clothes off. They're all, they're all, you know, <gasps> I'm so tired. I don't want to fight anymore. And then they, because... Well, he doesn't want to fight anymore. Right, but she does. And, and so they continue to fight. Well, she wants so to hard. exercise. She wants to exercise because fighting turns her on and reasons. Because this is what they used to do. This was their right. thing, was apparently. Their thing. So then I need somebody else to continue with this. So then she hits the button and techno lights. and it, She has a sex button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she has strobe lights and dance music, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Techno dance music. Specifically for sex, because it's on her bed. Right. And no one exercises on a water bed. And it is like, it's it's, it's, uh, not even disco lighting, it's strobe lighting. So apparently she, like, like, it hurt my eyes. So her day job is like assassin, and her night job is like webcam porn mistress? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I do have to admit, I'd never seen that before. And you'll never see it again. Nope. Right. <laughs> I would, would, would we say this is the strangest sex scene we've seen in a movie oh, that we've absolutely. covered? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely Especially the most Especially because there's no freaking chemistry. Yeah. Although she's hot. I will give her that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. she's a good-looking woman. She is. So, yeah. yeah. He is not a good-looking man. We, no. No. We, we cut back to uh, a poker game between the, our three favorite comedic relief characters. And the only purpose this scene eventually leads to... My God, because they're 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 guarding Claire, who's in the bathroom for uh, two no, hours, yeah. Yeah. taking the longest shit or getting ready for prom, either one. But <laughs> they're they're trying to they're so they realize that okay, she's taking too long. So like they try right. to. They're open just the door. now figuring it out after right. two just hours. Now figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. Do we mention that they're inept? Oh, and, and Dan Cook gets up and he tries to open the door and and it's locked. But then he tries it again and then it's suddenly open because he's yelling, "Claire, let me in! Claire, let me in!" Mm-hmm. And it just opens because the door read the script. It needs, it needs to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he goes in the bathroom, and of course she's gone because who hasn't seen this before? And she's just she yes, just, just yeah. running out the, the window. Yeah. Just left. So, so she goes spent. in, sees she's not there, sees that the window is open, runs to the window, and you see her and uh, Michael 
are just now running away from the building. So like apparently, he just missed them by like 20 seconds. The Uber took about an hour and a half for him to get there to, get to there. her. <laughs> right. Or, exactly or right. maybe she really was just taking a shit. Hey, it's like Michael got there. It's like, hang on, honey, I'm almost done. <laughs> you know, come on, let's go. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Don't bother wiping, my darling. It's time to go. Uh, oh. Too far, Jack. Too far. Oh. Oh. Just saying, she was kind of walking funny. Oh. oh so Dane loses the girl, which is the point, which is the reason why we're seeing this. Dane and, loses. Oh, the he girl. tries to run after her. Yeah. Comic hijinks ensue. Yeah. But Claire is then recaptured by the villains by yeah. uh, f- fucking Ashton. Mm-hmm. So Simon then the next day. Uh, sets up a meeting to go meet with the colonel because he's been contacted by him to meet and discuss. Uh, while he's out, this motorcycle gang that we can only assume at this point works for Ashton yep. attacks the church. Jim, did you have a comment? No. Oh, sorry. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> so they there had, will be. They raid the church and uh, let's see, they start blowing up all the tech in the place. How they learned about the location of their underground base is beyond me, but I'm not asking questions because this is a movie no, with Dane. No, well, Dane was followed. Oh, was he? Dane yeah. was okay. followed. Okay, cool. He well. was followed. The motorcycles break into the church. While they're standing there, they all run to the confessional, which is where the trap door is that leads to the secret underground layer. Yeah. Here's the thing. How did they get the motorcycles down the trap door without killing themselves? They slowly got off them and then walked them down one wheel at a time. No. Magic. No. No. Magic. No, because the first time they drop Dane Cook down it, it's like he makes this big production out of it. Like it's breaking his bones, how much he's bouncing up uh, up against the walls as he comes down the chute. And uh, you also notice that these motorcyclists have very strange makeup choices. And then as we see throughout the movie... They're rejects from the or- Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say. Or the and, Warriors. Or the Warriors. Yeah. yeah. Or Batman. Or Hudson Hawk. Or Warriors of the Lost World. I mean, Or some guys, weird bad mashup of all honestly, of Our villain is so English Hawk that he has droogs for cronies. Yeah, it was so weird, all this makeup and everything. So, yeah, or, yeah, did we say Warriors? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so, yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. Yeah, so this whole, their henchmen, Ashton's henchmen, and Ashton... It looks normal, but yeah. all of his henchmen and acts incredibly. Right? Um, shut up. Clockwork no, Orange I, rejects. Oh my God, you I swear. Me into saying, you right? said yeah. I could edit all that out in the you post. Tricked me. I was tricked. I'm out. So yeah, I just I and I had to look up to see if Batman and Hudson Hawk and all those things came out before this, and they did. Batman sure did. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. So, yeah, yeah, and Clockwork Orange, obviously. So Simon shows up to this meeting, and sure enough, it's a trap. Uh, Ashton... It's a trap! Yeah, thank you. I was wondering who it would be. <laughs> so, yeah, the colonel is just dropped from uh, from the ceiling, I guess. On, on uh, He's being suspended, and he's holding a grenade. And then he's shot by Ashton, which is the second time he's been shot in this movie. This time he's actually dead. He does die this yeah. time. Yeah. And sad. then he drops the grenade, and it goes off, and then we cut... We go straight into another action scene which you know ashton points for creativity on you know attempting to kill dennis rodman but just shoot the guy if you have no problem shooting the colonel just shoot him too don't make it so elaborate that he has to drop a grenade it's like i know that maybe for you he's a difficult guy to kill but you've got him clearing your sights right. and you're a good shot you can and 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 this is and this is where it's obvious that he was meant to be the worst bond villain 
right. ever because yes. he plays up to those stereotypes of all you know the whole the whole bit about uh, in in the first Austin Powers movies that Doctor Evil. You the, know, doesn't overly, just, you have yeah. him, he's right there. Right. Use your gun and shoot him in the head. Yeah, I'm going to make right this really... There. No, it has to put him in an easily escapable yet elaborately outlandish situation. Right. You know, and that's exactly what this is. Is like he, Ashton could take him out at any time and chooses not to because he's so wrapped up in his own vainglorious attitude of, I'm so awesome and I'm going to destroy the world and you can't stop it's me. It's a pretty spot So it just quote. doesn't bother. Well, and the thing is, if they had done that, the movie would have been so much better. Yeah. 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 But they didn't. Sadly, it was only as good as it was because of Ashton. No. No. So Dennis Rodman then escapes the building in one of the most implausible ways of escaping a building I've ever seen. Because mm-hmm. there's several stories high, and he jumps out. He just jumps out the window. Yeah. I'm the juggernaut bitch. Leroy Jenkins is <laughs> his way straight out the window and grabs onto a pole and just starts sliding down it. So oh, I, that's right. Yeah, that's, wrote, yeah. Physics be damned. Dennis Rodman has done some work on the pole. <laughs> yeah, and, and let's let's. <laughs> it's true. You're exactly right. Because <laughs> it was impressive. And let's let's talk about why. Because he's holding a gun and he's firing up as he's sliding down this thing. So he is gripping this thing and just enough to slow his momentum just with his thighs. And this isn't like Holy a fireman's shit. pole. Or no, no. A, no. This, this is, is a square. Column. It is right up against the building, it's a so there is column, yeah. no way it's a you square column. Like no, it's not square. It's round. round. Is it? It's round. It's round. It's round. Yeah, but it's it's pretty. But it's right it's up against girth. the building. It's got girth. <laughs> it's a girthy pole. It is a girthy pole. Well, at it's least one of them has girth. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I was I was impressed in that moment. I just I don't know how he held on. Well, green screen. Green screen. I think he had some practice. Because that wasn't Dennis Rodman. That was Dennis Stuntman. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually was Dennis Rodman. I watched the special features. It's green screen. <laughs> really? Yeah. The monks and Dane Cook then lead the motorcycle gang down these uh, down these uh, you know pathways in their little uh, uh, secret base dungeon thing, <laughs> and. Then they lead them away, and then they start laughing. They've gotten away. They go down the other path. They're like, hey, it's good. We lost them. We led them down the quicksand path. And they realize, because yuck, yuck, they start sinking because yeah. they took the quicksand took the path. Quicksand. Because apparently the monastery is, bit, uh, is built on top of Pitfall from Artari. <gasps> Basically. Yeah. Oh, I love that game so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did, too. And then, you can live it for that's, real. And this, and they've been running for like thirty minutes at this point. Yeah, yeah. they have. They've, they've been, been running, running a lot. This time. tunnel. I mean, I know there are catacombs. Infinite loop, under, zip. Infinite in, loop. In France. Frogger stuff, pitfall. Frogger and pitfall. Oh my gosh. Seriously, where's our dig dug reference? They've right. been <laughs> running. When does he blow up a dragon? <laughs> <I'm looking laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, instead of leading them to the corridor that goes straight to the to beach, the beach. Mm. they lead themselves to the quicksand. But it's okay because Simon shows up and rescues them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the moment where they basically have to convince him that they're still worth his time, which I'm not convinced. I'm still not. No, not at all. Mm-mm. But it's at this point where Simon and Dane Cook and Michael all decide to team up to prep to rescue Claire. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so you know we're heading into some pretty, uh, pretty typical action movie third act territory right now. So Ashton then meets with Claire's dad in person, 
so because he wants this disc. He's been trying to get the entire movie. Uh, do we know at this point what's actually on the disc? Well, yeah, we do. Yeah, yes. What's on the it's disc? It's the tracking system for the weapon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the, it has it has all of the codes that will link up to the satellite that will guide the weapon to wherever it's supposed to go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so here's their plan to rescue her. Okay, so um, uh, his name's Little Mac. I called him Free Willy because he called micro. himself that in the movie. Micro? Micro and macro. Okay. Macro, okay. micro being the big guy. Yes. yes. Okay. Because so. it's funny. Uh, is it? Well, he calls himself Free Willy no. a couple times in the movie, and he <laughs> makes a whale noise that was really annoying too. So that's what just why no. I put up. But you get yeah. the explanation so, yeah. for it at the very end of the movie, and so, I like that. Uh, micro. So then buys this shepherd's sheep. Okay. More elaborate, easily escapable. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 So he, he buys a bunch of sheep for 40 pieces of gold, and this actually made me laugh because he insists on getting the shepherd's cane. He's like, I paid 40 pieces of gold. It should come with a stick. He takes that, and he like herds them away. And then he uses that to lead them onto the middle of a bridge, which is blocking Ashton from getting across right. to his lair, lair, wherever the fuck he's going. To wherever he's going, yeah, to yeah. Hold, hold him up long enough so and that... how would they even know? Because Where is it going? GPS? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now it's so, anyway. it's it's here in the script where it says that Michael and Dane attack the compound, and in the movie, Michael attacks the compound, and Dane Cook happens to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, Simon is then chasing Ashton, who's gotten through the sheep, and we get this tunnel stunt. Let's talk about this. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> I have things to say about that. Oh, <laughs> Physics. Okay. Yes. Uh, Jim, go ahead. What, what? Walk us through it. Okay. So the whole stunt. Uh, the whole. Okay. Where I don't begin? even know where to begin. Yeah. Well, bef- we get like a wily well, before coyote we do that, before runner we do that, tunnel. Before we get to the tunnel thing, let's talk about John Panette's stunt double that was hanging off the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so after What's-His-Name gets through the flock of sheep and pushes uh, John Panette over the bridge, um, so they have the stunt double hanging there. Mm-hmm. Have, okay, did you guys watch the first Sharknado yeah. Okay, so whenever all the little school children were on top of the bus and the yeah. six-year-old gets rescued, uh-huh. and when it cuts away and then cuts back, it's clearly a 27-year-old woman being hoisted up oh, as yeah, the yeah, stunt yeah. double? <laughs> yeah. 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 So John Panette gets thrown over the bridge, and then his stunt double, which is clearly 150 pounds. Right. Yeah. Versus John Panette, who is a much larger man. Yeah. Yes. So the tunnel scene. <laughs> the tunnel scene. So we start out with a Wile E. Coyote Roadrunner-esque tunnel. So the motorcycle lands on its side, slides into the car, and blows up. No, 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 no. But, 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 but no, the, one of them looped the loop, like, goes, oh, you know. Does that's like that's Dennis Rodman's. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. So he does the loop-de-loop to get through the cars, but then the motorcycle that's chasing him falls over, slides into a car, and explodes. Mm. Dennis Rodman is in front of the explosion. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the cutaway scene in the, at the other end of the tunnel, Dennis Rodman is jumping over fire. Where did it come from? Because everything, all the explosions Jesus. are happening behind him. Okay, so he he gets to the compound, and then suddenly construction paper is there, too. Because yes, which I wrote, how the hell did she get there? We then cut to Ashton's hideout, where he loads the disc in. <laughs> Go for it, Adina. Okay, so... Not it's not that this this movie hasn't already hit absurdity level, <laughs> but he puts the disc in, which we have seen at least <laughs> twice, is Department of Defense. Correct. Okay? We've yep. seen it. We've seen the seal. Yes. 
all of a sudden, this disc has some whacked, <laughs> jacked up animation of Ashton. <laughs> I, 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 I said it was, it was the evil version of the Microsoft paperclip. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're trying to destroy the world. This was the first for time. I, I was like, what the, what the fuck happened here? And it talks. It talks. And it talks. And it's making commentary it. on things that are happening in the movie. Yeah. I love this guy. He's so evil and dastardly that he took the time to make a CGI animation to make of a himself. computer program AI. of himself. It's and totally then program an even more over-the-top version of himself. It says, he puts the disc in it. It says, congratulations, boss. You finally got the, the software. This guy's amazing. Oh, it's not, so it's not the disc. I'm, it's I'm actually tearing up laughing at this right disc, now. So the computer recognizes the disc. That's yeah. all it is. But it's, it's the, I'm not justifying it, Adina. <laughs> Don't look at me that way. I am. It's great. <laughs> I'm just making a comment on what you said earlier that the disc is acting this way. It's not. His computer is reading the disc. This That's man, all I'm saying. Fair. fair. This, this man is God. Fuck this movie. <laughs> then we get to a moment outside where Dane Cook is trying to be competent because then he picks up a javelin and tries to throw it directly at Michael, who he's never trusted, which is weird because then it shoots past him because he's inept. Hits an actual guy it's supposed to hit. And then Michael's like, what the f- Cool. And they run off together. Yeah. It's like, what? He was aiming for Michael. Can we, can we, are we in agreement on that? No. You don't think no, he was? I don't no. think he was. I no, think because, he was because he did. Him. Because he was holding the spear, and Michael looked at him like, "What are you doing?" And he made a motion with his other hand to get out of the way. He did okay. make a motion okay. to be like, yeah. okay. move," and then threw it. And when Michael moved, cool. it hit the guy. But behind he him. didn't. He didn't trust Michael from the start. And when I referenced this earlier, if Michael had been part of a plan of some sort, that would have made this movie more interesting. Yeah, yeah. twist. Agreed. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah. yes. So then they rescue Claire. They find her tied up in one of the rooms. And then we cut to Dennis Rodman confronting Ashton at last. And Ashton introduces his weapon, which is called Ashton's Super Weapon of Death. And I wanted this to be like a really phenomenal acronym something, and it really wasn't. Aswad. It's A-S-W-A-S-W-A-D. Aswad. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's Aswad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Aswad. It is. It is yeah. now. It is. Yeah. A-S-W-O-D. Aswad. Okay. Okay, so uh, then we find out that Ashton is going to be targeting the Eiffel Tower for his first target uh, to attack. Because they're in France. Right. Yeah, because they're in France. Right. And then we get our fight because we've established that Ashton is uh, he's good with a sword and he has one hidden in his cane. Right. And luckily for Dennis Rudman, he gets Ashton's cane, so he's able to kind of hold his own on defense. Yeah. Cool. And it's, you know, it's a sword fight. I love sword fights in movies, especially when they're actually pretty well choreographed like this one was. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It wasn't bad, uh, which is surprising because Dennis Rodman is in it. Yeah, and that's the thing is that, the I mean, the, the sword fighting was, was perfectly competent. What bothered me was the... Um, because leading up to this fight, the 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 ninja guy Indian. shows up mm-hmm. and fights uh, Rodman up on the scaffolding or whatever, while he's talking to Ashton, and right. they're having this whole conversation back and forth. Uh, while Ashton's queuing up the weapon to hit the Eiffel Tower. Exactly, and so then there's uh, they have some wire foo, 
Yeah. There is a, there is some moments where there's flying through the air, yeah. and Rodman uh, Rodman does this <laughs> flying leap and like zip. jumps across. <laughs> th- Crouching tiger, hidden guide wire. Exactly. (laughs) But it's so obviously on wires because when he gets to the final platform, he overshoots and pulls himself back to it (laughs) in midair. He does not start falling to the ground. He overshoots the rail, grabs it, and like you see him like fly out to the side and then fly right back in. I missed that. No gravity at all. Physics be damned. Physics yep. be damned. No gravity. So <laughs> Simon like, says, physics be damned. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I'm like, oh, you got it wire work and you didn't even get that right? That's sad. <laughs> yeah. That's sad. But then it does lead up to the sword fight. It's at this point where uh, Ashton starts getting the upper hand and he's about to deliver a kill stroke, but then Dennis Redman mm-hmm. takes his sheath, the cane, and sheaths the sword. Sheaths the sword, yeah. And then he gets it from him. And then we get possibly one of the greatest deaths I have ever seen in any element of fiction. (laughs) Fiction. Fiction. Of fiction. Yeah, sure. Let's talk about this. So he takes the cane and then he he throws it towards Ashton. It it it, the cane. Right. Cane. The sheathed cane impales him. Yeah. And impales him, makes him stagger backwards, and then pins him up against a control panel. This is mm-hmm. Ashton. And then we see cartoon, like, purplish, like, Star Wars electricity coursing through him. He yep. used the starts, Force, Jack. Yeah. That's not how the Force works. <laughs> no. he, he, so it starts covering his body. Ashton's li- laughing maniacally and, like, writhing and hamming it up, totally relishing this oh, death absolutely. scene. And then he lifts his arm, and then he... <laughs> Points towards the computer panel across the room. Force he, bolt lightning. He yeah. force bolt lightnings the shit out of the computer out of panel. The computer. He's, a, I mean, he's aiming at the launch button. So but the weapon's ready to be fired, and he's pointing at the button, and that's where the lightning shoots. It hits the launch button, but instead of actually <laughs> pressing launch, it just zaps the computer. We'll see what happens. So much that the maniacal little, uh, little evil paperclip dude. In the computer, starts getting fried <laughs> yes. by electricity. You see, like cartoon electricity. You see cartoon electricity wrapping around him. <laughs> just in well, case, it just then case. shoots up and hits the ninja guy who's still up in the rafters, unconscious. But what happened and was starts wrapping around. <laughs> what him. happened was what happened was <laughs> <laughs> he meant to use the force to press the button, but instead hit the switch for the force lightning. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. Wrong special effects. Yeah, yeah. My bad. He, he is not one with the Force. The Force is not with him. Nope. So, yeah, that sets Logan off. Logan count. Be- <laughs> <laughs> too soon. I, too I soon. can nerd, too. Anyway. <laughs> so, this, because this is an action movie climax, we have to set off the the self-destruct thing. So, that's what does it. So, Dennis yeah, Rodman. So the weapon is going to destroy itself now. Yeah, yeah. The, pl- the entire building blows up. With some bad CGI fire. Like, this is like Spartacus blood and sand bad fire. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It, it is, is it's, bad. It's birdemic fire. Yeah. Yes, oh, it is. Yeah. It's that level yeah, of fire. Like yeah. Sprite fire almost. Yep. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's that Windows 95 screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to the epilogue. Wedding between Michael and Claire. Michael Claire. Dane Cook shows up looking actually more like Dane Cook now. Than he did in this yeah, movie because true. he's decked out to look like Dennis Rodman. Mm. Let's be clear. 
Claire and Michael got married after three months. Yeah. I'm just want to just point that out. You They've said only yourself known he's each other hot. For three months. So. Was that three months? Yeah, yeah. it was three months. Uh. They, we they have a summer exchange. It's true love. Three yeah. Summer loving. So. I'm not saying that it happened. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. They're not actually married. And then and then the dads are best friends now. Yeah. They get in the car together. Hey, after the wedding. You remember that time you kidnapped my daughter? Right. Yeah. Dads are best friends now. Okay. Yeah, remember yes. that time I stole top secret information from the Department of Defense? <laughs> remember that time I was holding your daughter ransom? Hey, we're Good best time. friends now. Woo. And then Dennis Rodman and uh, a car, uh, construction paper right away, probably to go have sex, like skydiving or something weird. That's and the hint they make, yeah. Yeah. Dane Cook <laughs> and the monks <laughs> dress like off. popes. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're like yeah, bishops they're or something like, now. Yeah, they're dressed yeah. like. Yeah, and then we get the explanation of why. Of why he called himself free willing. called free willing. It has to do with being an exotic dancer. Yes. Comedy. That's it for the movie. Let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Hey, podcast people. This is Richard Tanner with Buckshort Productions, telling you to get over to www.buckshortproductions.com. Check out all the news and info you can on our upcoming movie, Frank and Thug. Or else you'll have us to do. All right, trivia. So, Adina, I know you have a piece of trivia you would like to share. Yeah. Holy crap. So, apparently, the role that Dane Cook played was supposed to be Robert Downey Jr. What? What? Yeah. So, Robert Downey Jr. backed out. Like, with days to spare or something like that. So, that would explain a lot, I think. Um, but yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Well, was originally Well, that is the kind signed. of role that Robert Downey Jr. was originally known for. At right. that like time, yeah. yeah. Well, no, uh, no, this is 99. The, yeah, Robert you're right. Downey Jr. was like early 80s. Yeah. True. Is when he was playing this kind of role. Yeah, so uh, he like was... Like in Back to School, that's exactly the kind of character he played. Yeah. Except much, much better and much funnier. So, yeah, so I think what happened, this is my theory, that he, he dropped out very close to the starting of shooting. Very wisely and, so. Yeah, because mm, he probably got a script and said, <laughs> fuck this movie. Yeah. And, um, See ya, bye. And then, or maybe he didn't know Dennis Rodman was going to be in it, or maybe somebody said somebody else was going to be in it. Who knows? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Right? So then he's out, and then they're like, who, who do we get? Oh, let's get Dean Cook. So that's, that's my big piece of trivia on this one. Did you guys have anything else on the movie? I do. What you got? So one of the writers, Andrew Lowry... Mm-hmm. actor uh was in school ties and my boyfriend's back he was uh one of the guys uh this was one of his first i think this was his first writing gig nice oh. yeah okay well yeah and kevin elders the director he uh right wasn't he the director yes yeah he wrote the screenplay for iron eagle yep oh, and really? iron oh, eagle wow. too yeah so okay. yeah which i thought okay i, g- I got you mm. Because I love me some Iron Eagle. How about you, Zip? You got anything on this one? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> this? Nah. nah. He, just, he just side-eyed us like yeah. Dennis Rodman. Really? Right. It's been a while, but we actually have another award winner here. This won the Stinker Award for On-Screen Male Hairstyle. <laughs> Guess who that went to? Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Don't let me get all Jurassic on your ass, yeah. All right, so what do you guys have for your best line? I, I did not have a, a best line. I think probably for me, it was a groaner. It was one of those things. It was like at the end of the movie when, you know, Dennis Rodman is riding off into the sunset and everybody's like, that's our Simon. That's oh. both my favorite and worst. Yeah. Line. It did signify the end of the movie, so yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? I, I, I there was no really good line for me Disagree. in this movie at all. They were all bad, but I have two that I wrote down. There were a couple more I wrote down, but these are the two. So Ashton is asked by Simon why the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Do you want to take this one? <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. You have it. He says. Uh, because it's big and delicious, and I'm tired of looking at it. Can I give a go at it? Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, why the Eiffel Tower? It's big and delicious, <laughs> and I'm tired of looking at it. That's, That's my best line, too. Yeah. And Far and away. I, yeah. and I used it as, I, I said it was the worst line, basically because it's the most... That line summed up that entire character for right. me, basically, yes. both in delivery and the line itself. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, I understand why you would find that entertaining as hell, the delivery of it. <laughs> but for me, I'm like, th- this is also an example of how lazy the writing yeah. is. Yeah. Why the Apple Tower? I just, I don't like it. Yeah, that's basically it. Which goes back to my reason. The whole motivation for this entire character is that things annoy him. Yeah. That's the only (laughs) motivation he has to do anything in this goddamn movie. Fuck it. I'm done. (laughs) That's why. Those are the exact reasons I love this fucking guy. No. No. And and this goes, and your point is taken with the other line that I wrote down. With the when he kills the second bug, and he says, "You're just a fly with a stinger on your ass," because he thinks it's a bee. Right. So it's a a bee is a fly with a stinger on its ass, and he's annoyed by it, so he has to kill it. So right. yeah, so mm. he he. <laughs> Just the fact that he wants all this build up to like what's his master plan, and his master plan is to blow up the Eiffel Tower. And it's basically like an American villain saying, "I want to blow up the Statue of Liberty." <laughs> well, he says he he wants people to start paying him to blow shit up. Sure, I, I get that. He wants <laughs> one million dollars. Exactly. Yeah. It's for all those reasons that you guys have stated that I love the hell out of this guy. That was my yeah. best line in this movie. What did you guys have for worst line? I've already said. Yeah, mine served both purposes. My worst line was when uh, Micro oh, is hurting the sheep away, and oh, yes. he's—I wrote this down too. Yeah, he, he's trying to like hurt them on. He's and they're, they're being stubborn. They're all yelling and screaming. He's like, "What is this? Silence of the lambs!" And I'm just like, that doesn't make sense on any conceivable level to me. No, in the Did context, anything of the movie, they say make any the fact that they're sense? not being silent. The right. fact that they're not doing what he says, the fact that he's not carrying them away from his abusive uncle. I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> Drinking game. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll go all right and say this one for me. Every time Dane Cook attempts to be a breakout comedian. You would have alcohol poisoning. Yeah. 
We've run into that several. What times. I mean is, what I mean is when he when he's clearly like when he completely derails the scene completely. You would have alcohol poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) I play to win, damn it. That's every scene. Every scene he's in. Not everyone. I mean, I I understand what you're saying. He doesn't derail every scene that he's in, but when he's obviously just trying to go way out and be as big and and, uh, I'm going to try to break the crew on this one. Um, my goal is to get everybody to laugh on this one, and it has n- it serves no purpose otherwise. Instead of just being like, hey, I see a line that's actually scripted that's supposed to be funny in my own way. As opposed to that, I mean, just, you know, here's a break in the script. Just do what you want, Dane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, like during the during the, the car chase when they keep going up on two wheels. And, you know, it was like, oh, the, this, you know, maybe he just wants to give us some Grey Poupon, you know. I mean, little throwaway jokes like that are like whatever. That's no big deal. But when it's something, when it's the Velociraptor thing, go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you guys? Did you guys have any rules you wanted to add? Uh-uh. Um, I would say anytime he gave side eye <laughs> eye rolls, <laughs> side eye, and I would say you anytime, think I'd have you, you think I'd have alcohol poisoning from the Cook rule? Any, anytime fuck. they tried to uh, clarify the, a fight scene by using. Quick editing, yeah. Oh God, God. Uh, that happens a couple of times for Dennis Rodman. And, and I, again, my rule was too much. <laughs> I mean, he eye rolled during sex at one point. I know, I know. He did eye roll about everything. Did you I, have any eye roll? A side eye. Mm. Maybe, and maybe. and for the WTF sex scene, down your drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Because you'll need to. I, Maybe the, the especially the way that it actually used the strobe effect to transition back to the three guys mm-hmm. playing poker. Yeah. I, I mean, oh I guess maybe when the monks are together, but why? Yeah. So, yeah, no. And lastly, what did this movie do right? <laughs> I thought some of the stunts. I I thought the stunts. Some were of the good. stunts. Yeah. Were okay. I thought some of the fights were good. Um, uh, there were some really nice aerial shots of France. For me, uh, I mean, mine goes without saying. The guy who played Ashton, Ashton yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had a great time watching this guy, and again, I think he deserved to be in a better movie, or at least a more appreciated movie. I really think he's the only one who knew what this movie was. <laughs> I, I appreciate the diversity of the cast. Yeah. We had foreign people, we had Asian people, we had black people, we had women. We had some French people. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> it's fine I'm, French I'm them. cool Boy. with that. How yeah. about you guys? Well, and um, construction paper was Swedish. Right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's what I was trying uh, to say. Uh, how do you pronounce her name, Zip? She has two different names, actually. Does she? She. Um, There's like a lot of umlauts yeah, and stuff. Em, uh, no, no, not for her name, actually. As some of the others, uh, Emma Wickland is the name on IMDb, but she was credited as Emma Schoberg, S J O B E R G. Yeah, was what how she was credited. Better than I would have pronounced it. Let's move along. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. Stop. Oh. <laughs> That's right. So, um, I was a little conflicted. Why, why I, was Ashton your hobo in a barn? <laughs> Ashton was not my hobo in a goddamn <laughs> barn. <laughs> Fuck you, Jack. First of all, the hobo. Yeah, Jack. He, <laughs> he doesn't qualify because he's got way too many lines and he's way too present. But my hobo in a barn is actually the colonel. Um, because he had a purpose, he was the best actor in the movie. I mean, he was fantastic. Like, I could have watched that guy do a whole movie all by himself. 
and we knew what his purpose was. He had an arc, and he died. So he was in for a second, and yep. he was out. But I totally felt for him, mm. and he was the only truth to me in the whole movie. Okay. So the colonel, my whole bone and barn. Right on. Yeah. All right, that said, Zip, let's give this movie a grade. <laughs> How are we going to do that, Jack? <laughs> well, I don't know. If only we had By some By awarding kind of... the flaming cinematic turd meter. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I never want to watch this movie again. Um, if I see a DVD copy of it, I will burn it immediately. It, it, it's, uh, yeah. I don't, I can't, I don't even know what to say. Um, just the, the absolute unnecessary forced comedy from the monks from dane cook who went way over the top i don't like him anyway as you can probably tell um i you know dennis rodman if <sighs> i don't know why anybody felt he needed a star vehicle um not but, his first not his first right and he's done movies since yeah i know um but you know at least uh he did exactly what this movie did was drove it straight off a cliff. <laughs> um, Don't worry. They have parachutes. The movie, they have so, parachutes. Uh, well, a car parachute. There was not a movie parachute. Um, <laughs> crashed and burned. Crashed and burned. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's just, the, I, I mean, the, the only saving grace is a couple of good action scenes. There's some good fight scenes. Oh, we, you know, we've already said that. Um, but the dialogue is atrocious. The acting is atrocious just about across the board. Uh, like I said, I just, eh. So I will give this one a four. Oh, God, please. All right, and there you have it. Jim, thank you. You've been an awesome guest today. Yay! Yay! So should we pimp what we're doing? Yes, yeah, you must. All right, so, so I'm going to pimp my show. Uh, so I'm doing this little gig here in if you're in the Atlanta area and you are uh, familiar with Out of Box Theater, don't, don't don't let Atlanta stop you. We had people from Louisiana last year. Oh yeah, 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 Florida, Florida, Florida and all that. All yeah. Over the so if you're yeah. in the Southeast, I should say, uh, doing a little show called Evil Dead the Musical, Woo! Woo! and it's directed by some guy. Uh, I think his name is Zap. Uh, some jackass. Yeah, some jackass. <laughs> the other day. And then, so, uh, and then the, the the lead guy who is playing Ash, what's his name? Jackass. John someone? John. Yeah. James? No. So anyway, yeah. So uh, if you're in the southeast region. And, and let us not forget, uh, you know, there's. Uh, and me. And I'm in yeah, it. You're in it. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Jack and I are playing Ash and Scott in Evil Dead the Musical, directed by Zip Rampy at Alabox Theater. Yay! We'll be playing for five weeks in October into the first weekend in November. Yay! Yay! So go to the Atabox Theater website to get that information. Yep, and get in the splatter zone. Yeah. Splatter zone. Well, a lot yeah, of it's already is, sold which out. Is selling out very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I saw it last year. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's uh, outofboxtheater.com, uh, theater spelled T-H-E-A-T-R-E. Yay! Yay! Yay. With Join us! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, speaking of splatter zones, I get to do um, a Dracula show at Emory 
university in October and November, and apparently it's going to be pretty messy. Nice. With with uh, our, one of our previous guests. Yes, Christina Lydell. She's playing Renfield. So um, that's it's a, the anointing of Dracula, a grand guignol. Because it's oh, French. Nice. <laughs> yes. We. Oui. Uh, so it's at Theater Emory, and uh, it's going to be awesome. So we're going to have Halloween themed shows on this podcast. Bitches. Yeah. Come out, Ooh, celebrate come out. Halloween with us. Yes. And that's it for another episode of It Came From the Bottom. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Special guest Jim. Yeah. And <laughs> once again, we are brought to you by Head Games Entertainment, your ultimate source for digital series, podcasts, and more. Next time. The Prince of Space.